0: I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. And Anand, it's been a tough start to the new trading year for the Warehouse Group. Kia ora Charlie. Yes, retail giant the Warehouse Group is feeling the effects of tougher economic times, with first quarter sales down nearly 7% on the year earlier. The group reported total sales of just over $713 million in the three months ended October, with sales down in all retail brands. No Peltier has more. Chief Executive Nick Grayston says it's been another challenging quarter for the group, with uncertainty hanging over the second quarter outlook. The first quarter gross profit is down 1.6% on the year earlier to just over $243 million, though margins improved as a result of a drop in the cost of goods sold. The warehouse redshed sales are down around 5% on last year's first quarter, Warehouse stationery down 4%, Noel Leeming sales fell 5%, while Torpedo 7 sales were down more than 25%. Nick Grayston says Torpedo 7 sales haven't recovered as well as hoped. Despite the difficult trading conditions, he says the company is well positioned for the second quarter, which includes Black Friday, Christmas trading and the peak summer sales period. Napier Ports' profit has fallen 19% as cargo volume slowed following Cyclone Gabrielle. Its net profit for the year ended September is $16.6 million, while revenue rose 3% to just over $118 million as cruise ships returned and it raised prices. Chief Executive Todd Dawson says the year started off strongly as supply chain and labour challenges eased but he says the February cyclone took away the momentum with lasting impacts in the pulp and timber industry. However, he's feeling upbeat for the new year despite weaker economic conditions.
1: From a cargo recovery perspective, we're quite optimistic that we can see all those core, core cargos will recover and come back to what we've sort of determined as more normal levels. Um, obviously, the, we're pretty mindful of the whole macroeconomic environment, uh, both in New Zealand and globally at the moment. China hasn't really fired uh, as much as we would have otherwise liked to have seen for some of our customers. Uh, so we think you know, there's going to be a bit of a muted tone in terms of overall cargo volumes running through New Zealand as much as there is Hawke's Bay. Uh, but confidence around our core cargo trades that were impacted by cycling recovering and recovering well.
0: And Napier Port did not provide guidance for the new year. Seafood giant Sanford has reported its highest revenue in five years, although its profit is down on last year's inflated result. Net profit for the year ended September was $10 million compared to last year's nearly $56 million, which included a large one-off gain on the sale of its crayfish quota. Excluding one-offs, its underlying earnings rose 23%. Chief Financial Officer Paul Alston sees the company increase revenue despite lower catch volumes due to higher demand and stronger pricing in markets.
1: It's coming from, from all our markets, so there's strong demand in, in, in most of the markets we deal with across um, most products, to be honest. We, we expect the strong demand to continue, and it's up to us as a company to produce as much volume and stock as we can
0: to supply the demand in that market. Paul Alston says net debt increased by $51 million to $196 million as the company invests in a technology upgrade and a new scampi vessel. And you can hear more from Sanford in the rural news. Freight forwarders say New Zealand consumers and businesses will be affected by the cyber attack that hit Australian ports. DP World Australia closed its Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and Perth operations over the weekend after a significant cyber breach. The attack crippled operations at the company's ports, which account for 40% of Australia's maritime freight. Freight Forwarders Federation's Executive Director Rosemary Dawson says with tens of thousands of containers stacked up at Australian ports when the attack hit, flow-on effects in New Zealand are to be expected.
1: It appears as though there will be delays and there has been a supposition that some of the freight may have been directed to another um, operator in the Australian ports but there's nothing been confirmed on that uh, to ensure that um, freight keeps moving.
0: Rosemary Dawson says the latest attack follows a long list of security breaches at freight businesses. She says the Australian government acted immediately to help resolve the latest attack. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets and we're joined by Dave LeBreton of Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Dave. Oh, hi, Anand. Look, how's the local share market looking today? Uh, We, of course, had that announcement from the warehouse group. Not looking too good.
1: No, so um, overall our market um, is up. 0.3 Uh, 0.3 of a percent, so the NZ50 index sitting at 11,125 points. Um, but uh, retailers down off the back of uh, the warehouse group's uh, first quarter results being uh, down on the uh, same period last year, so the warehouse shares themselves. Down seven cents or 3.8% to $1.75. Uh, Michael Hill uh, also down two cents uh, to 86 cents, and uh, KMD Brands, the Kathmandu business, down 2.3% to 83 cents. But some bright spots uh, out there. So KFC owner restaurant brands up 4% to $3.46, and Serco up three cents to 4.50, continuing their upward march before they report um, results uh, tomorrow. My um, ports here though, down uh, 3 cents for Port of Tauranga at 5 dollars eight, and Napier port shares are flat at
0: $2.39. Okay, how's it looking over in Australia, the ASX?
1: Yeah, so um, the Aussie market's uh, doing pretty well today. Uh, mostly a sea of green over there as commodities uh, were higher uh, overnight. So the ASX 200 sitting bang on about 7,000 points, uh, so up 0.72%. BHP uh, up uh, 0.97% to $45.85. Uh, Rio uh, Tinto up uh, 1.4% to $121.80. Um, Commonwealth Bank, uh, they're up on uh, first quarter profits at $2.5 billion Australian dollars, slightly up on analyst expectations, so their shares at
0: $102.20. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar.
1: Yeah, so one New Zealand dollar is currently buying uh, um, 92.2 Australian cents, uh, 58.8 US um, uh, cents, 89 Japanese yen, uh, 47.9 British pence and 55 euro cents.
0: And, And that takes us to interest rates, oil and gold.
1: Yeah, so three-month bank bills are 5.66% per annum, uh, 10-year government bonds sitting at 5.22%, and uh, West Texas Intermediate uh, Oil uh, up uh, 1.6% to $78.44 US a barrel, and Gold uh, up $6.54 to uh, US
0: uh, $1,946. Thank you, Dave. That's Dave Labreton of Hobson Wealth with our market update. And as you may have heard in the news earlier, StatsNZ released a broad range of consumer prices, giving a new and more timely snapshot of inflation. It's a mixed bag, but overall the numbers, which cover about 45% of the Consumer Price Index, point to some modest easing in price pressures in October. Food prices fell 0.9% over September, on the back of cheaper fruit and vegetables, but were still 6.3% higher than a year ago. The other notable price falls for the month were petrol and airfares. But other big items in the inflation mix, rents, accommodation and alcohol and tobacco were all higher. On an annual basis, most of the items covered today, with the notable exception of airfares, are higher than last year. And that suggests inflation is sticky in some places and will ease only slowly, which means interest rates staying high for some time we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past 5 in checkpoint but for now Charlie that's business Kia ora.